0: Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. Today's story is entitled briefly, Abishag, My Untold Story, and the Basis for this story is found in the first chapter of 1 Kings in the Bible. King David has just passed away and now rests with his ancestors in the grave. The reason for my being taken to the palace has also passed, so I shall now return to my father's house. My earliest memories as a child were of running free over the fields of my father's farm, just outside the town of Shunem in the territory of Issachar, Israel, in the later years of King David's reign. My mother presented me to my father several years before these happy memories. My older brothers would take delight in chasing their younger sister, so I soon became fleet of foot, though not as fast a runner as Ahimaz, the son of Zadok the priest. Several years later, they were still chasing me near my father's vineyard Suddenly, I turned and ran between the vines, leapt up into the cover of the large green leaves, imagining myself to be a sweet and juicy bunch of grapes. Of course, my brothers would not hurt me, for when they caught up with me, they would tap me on the shoulder and say, ''Now, see if you can catch us.'' Sometimes I did, but other times I was too tired from being chased myself. So I would just lie down on the soft green grass and look up into the sky. I strained my eyes to see beyond the clouds to see where God lives, but I could not see the place called heaven. I knew it was up there somewhere because the writings of Moses kept by the priests told of a great and powerful God who came down to this world to speak with him on Mount Sinai. He even wrote his law on tablets of stone, which are now kept safely in Jerusalem. My father, who was rather strict in his dealings with his children, was strict, but kind, for he loved us all very dearly and just wanted us to grow up to honour God and become good citizens of Israel. My father worked very hard on his farm and vineyard. It is no wonder that he prospered and his flocks and herds grew to many hundreds, more than I could count when I was little. In the busy times of the year, my father would hire other men to help him bring in the harvest of wheat The grape harvest took a lot of time too. We would eat as many grapes as we could and the rest would be put through the wine press. My mother was in charge of the home. We all loved her dearly for she was always thinking of ways to make us happy. She would not let us get away with being naughty though so it was not long before we realised what was expected of us. We were glad to be good for her and father for we knew that would please God too for he is our Heavenly Father. Mother's hands were never idle. She was a wonderful weaver and made all sorts of beautiful things to have in our home. Pretty wall hangings, spreads for our beds and many articles of clothing. Naturally, she used our own wool from some of our sheep, which were the best of all in all of Shunem. Another important thing Mother taught me and my brothers was that we should never become involved in an intimate way with the opposite sex, that would break God's holy law and bring dishonour upon our family. We knew that it was the best to keep ourselves pure until we got married. Our joy then would be complete. As well as playing around our farm with my brothers, some children from the nearby farms would come over to our farm. We would invent all sorts of games to keep ourselves amused. There were still many wild animals in the land of Israel at that time. We tried to imitate them, roaring like a lion, as we crept up against each other where we were hiding. This almost frightened us out of our skin, for the boys especially were able to make wild animal noises sound very real. As the years passed and we started to mature in our bodies, a neighbour boy who used to come over to play with us sometimes started looking at me a little strangely. I felt uncomfortable when he did this because he just stared at me. So I asked him, ''Why are you looking at me like that?'' My question took him unawares and he flushed a bright red through his swarthy complexion and said, ''Sorry, but I just can't help it. You are so beautiful.'' It was then my turn to be taken aback. We had only one mirror in the house and that was a very highly polished plate of brass, which mother used mostly. We children ever looked at ourselves in it. Sometimes we would look into a still pool of water after the rain and make funny faces at ourselves. But we never did it out of vanity. We were what we were and didn't think any more about it. But when the neighbour boy couldn't keep his eyes off me, I had the first stirrings of something I'd not felt before. I gathered up courage to tell my mother what had happened. In her wise motherly way she said, My dear Abby, boys and those older than your friends could not help noticing that you are a very lovely young woman. I had the same thing happen to me when I was your age until I married your father and then it just suddenly stopped. Your father was a big strong man you know, she said with a knowing smile that lit up her still beautiful face. I thought that would have been the end of it for me. How wrong I was. One day, right out of the blue, some important men from King David's palace visited our home in Shunem. We live quite a long way from Jerusalem, much closer to the Sea of Chinnereth. So I wondered why these important people should come all the way here. They spoke to my parents for a little while and then my father called for me. I must admit that I was a little fearful, but I tried to hide my nervousness by bowing politely to the palace officials. Ah, yes, their leader said to the others when he looked at me, I believe we have found the one we are looking for. I cast a questioning look at my mother, who gave me a reassuring smile. My father spoke and said, My daughter, King David is very old, as you may know and he has a condition that prevents his body from keeping warm. He just cannot sleep because he's cold all the time. These honoured officials of our King have been searching for a lovely young woman to minister to him like a nurse and give him warmth from her body at night, not as married couples do, but to help him to stay alive. Otherwise, this condition may bring him to his grave. I could not speak for a moment, Everyone was looking at me intently, wondering if I would be willing to go to Jerusalem. Eventually, I was able to speak and said, I have never heard of such a thing before, but if you agree, mother and father, then I am willing to go to help the king, for he has been a wonderful leader of our nation. The palace officials were all smiles, for their search was now at an end. I needed the rest of the day to prepare for the journey to Jerusalem. Our visitors stayed overnight, left some gifts with my parents, and then I was on my way with them to the city to fulfil my role in the palace in the best way that I could. If I could help to keep the king alive and comfortable, then I was willing to do that. It was not long, though, before King David's days on earth came to an end and he passed away peacefully in his sleep one night. This is the brief story of my young life and the unusual role I fulfilled in the closing stages of the life of King David of Israel. What awaits me in the future, only the Lord God of heaven and earth knows. You've been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02 4973 3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.